Ponder this. Ponder this. Ponder this. <laughs> After a friend listened to the last episode of Ponder This, he asked, Can adventure exist without opposition? Intriguing, right? I've thought about this idea for days, and I've decided the question deserves more than a simple yes or no answer. My initial reaction is this. Adventure cannot exist without some sort of opposition. How could I think otherwise? Perilous adventure stories have only grown in popularity with the ever-increasing advancement in special effects. Frodo has his Sauron, Harry his Voldemort, Luke his Darth Vader, and Star Wars fans their Jar Jar Binks. It seems evil is always present in adventures. A quick Google search defines adventure as an unusual and exciting, typically hazardous experience or activity. Perhaps the hazardous bit stood out to you as it did me. The well-known stories I mentioned a moment ago all have really bad, bad guys. These antagonists certainly do their best to place as many hazards in the path of the good guys as possible. While the more evident opposition comes from without, some adversaries lie within. A hero facing a tough choice, one path easy, the other hard. Both paths lead toward very different futures. One outcome is always more desirable but the means of achieving such an end is fraught with fearful circumstances and hardship. Even the grandest adventure story of all time contains opposition. The Bible tells the epic story of our Savior's own adventure. It reads very much like the literary hero's quest. The story begins with the fantastical prophecy of the long-expected king. The king is born. As the boy grows, he discovers who he is and sets out on a quest to fulfill his calling. Along the way, he befriends others who aid him in his mission. All the characters question their strength and overcome opposition, but none more than Jesus, who in a startling and tear-jerking climax endures the greatest pain. The hero emerges victorious, defeating evil and saving the helpless. Yes, it would seem that we have an answer, but let's examine the definition of adventure one more time. An unusual and exciting, typically hazardous experience or activity. Pay close attention to the first part of the definition again. Unusual and exciting, typically hazardous. Does this mean that adventure can also happen without hazard? Could it be that an unusual or exciting experience can also be an adventure? My gut feeling is no. But maybe that's because my gut feeling is skewed by the fall. At its core, the Bible is the story of wrong made right. To make a wrong right again obviously implies that something was right to begin with. So let's go to the beginning. Genesis tells us that God created the heavens and the earth and all that is in it, including mankind. Then God said that it was all good. Good means good, not oops, I'll try harder next time. Life was completely good at one time. Humanity in its infancy free of opposition, but was it free of adventure as well? Or is this where the first part of the definition really comes into focus? I believe that Adam and Eve experienced many unusual and exciting things as they walked with God in the cool of the morning. It would be hard to convince me otherwise. I mean, can you imagine being in the presence of your Maker 
talking openly about the plants, the animals, the moon, and the stars above, all things he dreamed of and then brought into being. This seems like adventure at its finest, its purest. If adventure typically includes hazard, then there is always the possibility that it does not as well. I am glad that the word typically is in the definition for adventure. In a fallen world such as ours, it is true that when adventure comes our way, it typically includes adversity, whether from within or from without. But I'm confident that this was not always the case. Adam and Eve must have experienced some wonderful adventures in those early years of human existence. I can't help but ponder such a future, a very real future, when it is good is once again uttered by my Savior, and all wrongs are made right once and for all. As a closing thought, I wonder if, one day, in that good country, adventure novels might be written that are devoid of peril, because peril itself is void, null, completely washed away. At present, I hardly even have a category of thought in which to place such ideas. Whether written down or not, I look forward to perilless adventures with my maker. I'm Dylan Higgins for the Ponder This podcast. Thanks for listening.